This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. This is the Ruskin and Sack Podcast, brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Call, wake up the people you need to wake up, whatever it is. It's going to be one of those days around here. Here's, right. a, here's the first yeah. thing that's bothering yeah, me today. what's bothering you today? No one, and I mean no one, on the text, on the McClarty Daniel Hotline, alerted us while during our show... An entire truck of nacho cheese spilled on I-30 in Where? southwest Arkansas. It's in Prescott, southwest Arkansas, right in the 96.3 wheelhouse. Well, it's right smack in the middle of it's it. It's tough to text when you're scooping the cheese into you for, for later use. I mean, that, that's dinner for folks. Where were you when we needed you most? You were nowhere to be found. Nowhere. The truck was loaded with cans of nacho cheese on I-30 and spilled cheese all over the interstate. This is our kind of story here. I would have loved to have been watching this on the traffic cam on the uh, iDrive Arkansas as they scoop it up. Some guy shows up with a big this, barrel of Tostitos. This might seem like a stupid question. How do you clean it up? Do you just hose it down? Is that what you do? You just pressure wash? Yeah, I don't you know. pressure wash it and get it off the... Uh... Well, we found a guy yesterday who tells us how to purify water. So maybe there's someone today with dot who can tell us how they cleaned up nacho cheese off the road. Or how would you? Or how would you? Yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. not that how you did, but... Yeah. You know. How would you? Also, I, does this impact like the does, does wildlife get involved in somehow? You know, because they sweep in and try and you know eat some, and do they get harmed in some way? What are the is it like an oil spill? Like, what, what are the ramifications here? I have so many questions about this, and, and none of this information was available. This happened at like four thirty yesterday, and nobody, nothing, not a thing. So thank you, everybody. Very helpful. Very helpful there. Um. Nacho business. Very good. Thank you, Graham and Prairie Grove on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. I mean, this is a Ruskin and Zach program. Or this is well, our t- well, this is okay. our first area. All, first of all, it's summertime. Um, what time did the accident occur? Like four thirty yesterday afternoon. Yeah, I mean the DOC hadn't even turned their people loose yet from uh, picking up trash <laughs> on the sideways. So I mean most of our listenership was probably still working. Yeah. Do you think they use shovels that acted like chips? Like they scoop them? You know, this, is that how that snow shovels? That's the biggest shovel, right? You're going to um, cover a lot of square. I'm going to be honest footage. with you. I have, um, I have no idea. Now, how much? How much did they say spilled? Um, it doesn't say the exact number here. The truckload. Uh, a first truckload. Of all, you, why are you carrying? Like, was this like in one of those big like gas tanker truck type deals? It said a truck. I think it was just a regular old yeah. truck. Because it was carrying cans of nacho cheese. It's not like it was carrying First of all, you a get tanker. Cans. I mean, if the cans are there's breaking, something wrong with these cans. I mean, if if the cans are all over the road, that's one thing. But if, if the cans broke and the nacho cheese is everywhere, well, I, don't, I wouldn't want to drive through that. You'll never get that off your car. Yeah, then you got to go to uh, you know the, the spot knot or whatever and get the uh, get to get your car cleaned. Up. Yeah. So we have a lot of people I want to hear from today. I want to hear from how you clean this up. And I want to hear from you if you drove through this yesterday on your drive home or wherever. And uh, how's that working out? Having nacho cheese in your wheel well. Now this is down by the cur- in Curly World. Yeah, Curly Prescott. Wolf- Prescottville. Yes. Okay. I-30. Prescott. Right. Yes, sir. That's where it was. Somebody go back and get a bunch of chips. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Well, here we go. Uh, I've been given the email address for the R. Dot d- uh, director. I don't really want to bother him with this because, it, first of all, this has already happened. Mm. I don't, you know, but maybe maybe one of the uh, the first, maybe a capo that works for uh, the R. Dot director can just let us know how they uh, how they get rid of this. Yeah, I have a lot of story. I have a lot of questions about this. Yeah. Oh, here's the headline: Worst queso scenario. Oh, uh, you see geez. what they did there. You see what happened there? Come on. That's the headline. <laughs> one of our fine this local... This is what we uh, continue to do. One of our fine local uh, press agencies uh, put that together yesterday. Uh, let's see here. It was midday, and uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not really... I'm looking at a photo here now, and it's not really, like, spilled all over the road. It's mostly on the side of the road. Well, even so, still. it's not like anybody drove through, you know, you know, a big pile of mm. rotel or whatever, or cheese, or you know what I'm talking about. Right. Oh, here's a better picture. 
Yeah, these are all a bunch of little cans spilled all over the thing. Wow, look at that. Well, you can't look at that. It's radio. That's right. <laughs> Let me show you. I'm going to. Yes, please. Sight I'll send it to you. Yeah, okay. Thank you. I'll send it to you. This is uh, this is pretty good. But again, no. where were you when we needed you? No, none of you. Yeah, it was no. a blind spot. We're up here talking. You guys are our eyes and ears everywhere. And you guys, nothing? Yeah, we don't have not, a window in here. Come on. And we're nowhere near Help Prescott. us out. Help us out. All right, so that's a, that's the first thing. That's, um, ah, here we go. About. Smack Daddy says uh, he wonders if the first cops to arrive were chips. I see what he did there. Yeah, that, that's California solid. Highway you know, Patrol. You know who doesn't have chips? Who? Dave Van Horn. <laughs> wow! Come on, it was right there. I had to. Wow! I had to. Wow! <laughs> that was um, <laughs> that was unnecessary was but it? spectacular uh, all at the uh, same time. Oh yeah, look at that. That's uh, that's gross. Okay. Dan Rather reporting. <laughs> Courage. Wow. All right. Moving right that's along. That's pretty good. Okay. You can uh, get in touch with us on the McClarty Daniel <sighs> hotline at 866-285-4005. We got a lot of stuff going on around here. There's a lot you of always stuff say that, but we here. really don't. Well, I mean, uh, I mean we, we do have a lot of stuff going camp on. Camp starts here. tomorrow. You smoked a cigar last night? I, I, mean, did. We- <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. And I have been I have been knocked around the office like a piñata <laughs> for being just... idle rich. Yes, right. Because I, I walked outside in my house, took one from my humidor, sat down, had myself a cigar last night. <laughs> yes, I did. I'm working a little sore throat. Satisfied. Today. Man, it was terrific. It was a satisfied it experience. Was a, it was like a bologna sandwich. It was satisfactory. Yes, it was. <laughs> That's not a good cigar if it was like a bologna no, sandwich. I'm quoting Denzel Washington. But, yes, it was it was terrific. What's wrong, DQ? What did, You made fun of me. What is wrong with me going out on my back deck and just, you know, enjoying a, a cigar? Firing one up. Yeah. I've never even seen a cigar. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, I have a, a humidor, and I have some in there that... You what's know, the what's the temperature in, in the humidity? How many are in there right now? Um, probably twenty, something like that. Well, nineteen now. Black and milds? No, 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 no. These are some that I've collected from from all over the place, and this one just happened to be from a little island south of Florida. They're legal here now. You don't have to be coy. Oh, it was good. Too. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. I may have uh, oh, wow. may, may have poured myself a little uh, little after dinner and uh, and look at you man. and I just I look I'm I'm just living my life. Look at you go. Don't hate. Well, we don't. Well, you do. <laughs> you do. You do. DQ was. She's like, did I, I, did you spark one up? I'm like, I'm not one of your generation. Uh, not spark sparking up. anything up. <laughs> He's out here burning blunts. I have a very classy naked lady lighter. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> I did want to say this uh, also. Someone alerted us to this on the mm-hmm. McCarty Daniel hotline. We are less than a month away from the HBO Bishop Sycamore documentary. BS High. Remember Bishop Sycamore, I, I the high school that uh, was fake and somehow uh, yeah. got on ESPN? A, ironically, right out of a duplex. Yes, it was. Which was, which was nice. It made it all the way to ESPN. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Tom Luganbill's calling the game. And he's like, ah, something's not right here. <laughs> They're playing the game. And it, August 23rd is when Wait, this guy is coming. was like 23 years old. <laughs> they ran a fake high school out of an apartment to get on TV. A duplex. I think you're using the word high school very liberally. <laughs> This was not a high school. This was just a a guy, a bunch of guys who wanted to play football on TV. And you yes. know what? They succeeded. Good for them. This is um, August twenty third. BS High. Uh, will um, twenty days. They will uh, be showing this uh, this program, which advertised itself as a, as an Ohio State high school football powerhouse with multiple high level college prospects, but instead a program that was not a high school at all. <laughs> Do you need a reliable roofing company that you can call at a moment's notice? United Roofing and Waterproofing is the answer to your issue. Joey Vivano and his team service commercial, residential, and industrial roofs. Consultations are always free, and you can schedule them online at unitedrw.com. Call Joey at 479-312-7369. That's 312-7369. You can also check out United Roofing and Waterproofing on Facebook and Instagram. 
Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right on your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign in today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BLEAV, that's B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Chuck, have you seen the Barbie movie? No, I have not. Oppenheimer? No, I have okay. not. Uh, I'm just asking here. Do you think that I would need to see the Barbie movie in order to understand Oppenheimer? No. Okay. No, I don't think you need to see it. Seventy no. percent of you said no. Uh, Chuck, can you? Thirty percent said yes. Thirty percent said yes. DQ's okay. one of those people. She said okay. Barbie is amazing. Me and all my really? burner accounts. You and your burner. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There you go. You Kevin Durant in there. Your burner account. Is this life changing? Is it life changing? DQ. The Barbie movie. Yes. Yes. Life changing. It, yeah, there'll be okay. a time before Barbie and a time after Barbie. <laughs> wow, life changing. That's right. A B after Barbie. That's right. <laughs> uh, Chuck, uh, can you imagine a worse way to be awakened at 3 a.m. than by a four-year-old that says to you, "Hey, my fart is on the floor." That would be a bad way to wake up. You're right. Uh, 48.4% of you say that is there is no worse way. Uh, Chuck, uh, when your significant other says, "I love you." Which of the following is the least appropriate response? Who doesn't? Yeet, thanks, or finger guns? <laughs> finger guns, Absolutely. I would say, be the least appropriate. Yeah. 36% of you said thanks. 35.5% of you said finger guns. Thanks. That's funny. It's a bad one, too. Thanks is a good one. Yeah. I, like, I just like saying yeet. 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 Uh, Chuck, with the old saying, it's not how many times you fall, it's how many times you get back up that matters apply to a field sobriety test. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think once you fall a time or two, you're toast. Yeah, pretty much. Whether but, you get back up or not. But right. maybe the first time, yeah. Maybe the first time. <laughs> 52.3% of you said yes. I, I love I love our respondents. Yes, in a field sobriety test. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, Chuck, if you see someone over the age of 40, out in public after 9 p.m., did they take a nap that day? Absolutely. 79.3%. Or they got up at noon. One or the other. 79% of you said uh, yes, they took a nap. Uh, Chuck, it is the cold and flu season, and Ty is about to get sick. What are we going to call it when he does? Are we going to call it bronchitis, Ebola, <laughs> the Dudonic <laughs> plague, or a mandemic? What was the bro one? Brochitis. Brochitis. Oh, yeah, 30. I'm going to go with Brokeitis. 32.7% of you said Brokeitis. Yeah. Uh, Chuck, do you remember when your body just worked like it was supposed to? <laughs> I do, yes. It's been a while, there but was, I do remember. There was a time. 82.5% of you said yes. Chuck, is having an outstanding warrant like playing hide-and-seek from the police? Yes. 97.4% of you said yes. God. Glad you like that one. I did. That was a okay. good one. Need to find an out-of-state hiding place. Right. Uh, Chuck, this was this was a little alarming. Um, have you ever practiced your signature over and over in case you became famous? <laughs> no. 51.9% no. of our uh, respondents, including Olivia. That DQ has. DQ has practiced her signature. Do you sign it DQ do you just, or do you just put D? Yeah, I just... <laughs> Yeah, just the initial. She's she has, she has a very professional signature that she's incredibly proud of. I have a great signature. Great. It's not bad. We'll send it to you. Just put you DQ even, and a couple of underlines. You guys even you know? said it was good. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's, it's outstanding. We hate everything. <laughs> uh, Chuck, which is better, the cookie dough or the actual cookie? The cookie itself. Okay, 42% Ooh, of you right. said the cookie. 57% of you said the dough. Uh, true or false, Chuck? No one ever teaches you how to ride a bike. They just hype you up until you figure it out. Sir, yeah, that's true. You're right. 77.5% of you said that's true. Uh, Chuck, do you remember the Tamagotchis? They were the uh, the little they were the little no. key ring size things. They were like an animal that you had to keep alive. It was a game back in the late 90s. No. Okay. I don't remember. All right. Well, then this won't necessarily apply, but our Fitbits today's <laughs> Sorry Tamagotchis. To yeah. Yeah, 88.7% of you said yes. All right. Uh, but, 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 let's move on to today's poll questions, which I'm extremely proud of. That. Um, is telling someone they look better with a beard telling them they look better the less of their face you can see? That's right. <laughs> I guess that's, yeah, I guess you could say that. And 96.1% of you said yes. 
Uh, Chuck, you're a student of history. Have you ever considered witch hunting would not have been as much fun if any of the victims had been actual witches and decided to fight back? Yeah, that's a good point. That's 73.5% yeah. of you said yes. Uh, this is a DQ question. Is a sign of financial success not having your couch up against a wall? <laughs> See, I'd agree with that. you got to yep. have a little buffet table back right. there behind it. You Ooh, know? So oh, you look wow. like you know what you're oh, doing. Okay, 68% ah. of you said yes, DQ. Yeah. Are you okay with a buffet classy, table classy. being behind there? Classy. Uh, yeah, that's fine. All right. Chuck, have you ever noticed uh, we only say hey, stranger, to people we do know? Uh, yeah, I guess that's right. All right. I hadn't thought about that, but you're right. percent of you said yes. Uh, Chuck, do you take for granted that both of your legs grow at the same time and the same rate? I do take that for granted, yes. 85.6% <laughs> of you said yes. Now, the Ruskin and Zach Twitter polls and X polls are brought to you by Unlimited Heat and Air in Springdale. Call Kelly and Larry, 479-225-8809, quality craftsmanship installed to last. See, it wasn't that bad. That was easy. Yeah. That was simple. Well, then all the worst is yet to come. Yeah, challenge, is, that what you're is there a accepted? butt coming? Is no, there a butt no, no. Coming? challenge accepted no. though. I'll uh, I'll go digging. I got nothing but time this weekend. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> We've got uh, Chuck Barrett with us here for this hour on Ruskin and Zach today. You can send us a text on the McClarty Daniel hotline at eight six six two eight five four zero zero five. Okay, I was thinking about this earlier today, Chuck. It's it's a football related uh, question since you call the football games. Do you go into a season with kind of a feel? how the games are going to go, or do you just, you know, take it as each game comes along, or do you how, – how do you enter a, a football season? I really do take them week by week because, you know, you kind of get a feel during the week for how it may go, and sometimes things change. I mean, you know, um, it can happen really quickly, good and bad, so – I'm I'm more of a week-to-week -week guy. Now, I do think that, you know, you look at the early part of the season, and particularly this year with Arkansas, I mean, you've, you've got, you know, you've got some games there at the start you ought to win. And then it flips. You know, I mean, you go through a stretch there where you're not going to play at home. So, uh, you know, for me, generally speaking, though, um, no, I don't have an idea about how particular games will go. Now, look, if – you go in a year when your team's not very good, you know that, you know, you're probably going to struggle against Alabama and some teams like that. But but generally speaking, no. I, 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 just, I just take it week by week. Yeah. I, everybody, nobody's had a bad July. Everybody had a great offseason. Everything is great. But when you start breaking this down, I, this, this team has some areas which has have some question marks. But I think everybody does. I don't think anybody in the league outside of Georgia is solidified at every position. Which group, I guess, are you most – I'm curious about curious is probably I, I want to know if I want to know if the tackles can play because if they can then everything on offense is opened up well that's a big part of it you know particularly left tackle you've you've got to protect the blind side that's an important spot and I'll be interested to see not only who wins that job but how they win it and you know what they develop into because you know, winning the job doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be great on Saturday. You hope it does, but it doesn't necessarily mean that. So that's a spot. Um, you know, there's a lot of new guys in the secondary on defense. I mean, there's a lot of new guys. Now, there's a lot of proven commodities back there. There are guys who've played and had success and played in big games and um, been all-conference guys. So, you know, you, you've got good players back there. and But, you know, you got to put it all together and you got to get out there on the field and, you know, form some cohesion as you play. But, you know, on the defensive side, I, I, I would say, you know, the secondary and most specifically probably the safeties. And on the offense, I, I, I would say, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't think you're far off on the tackles there. Yeah, I think that's an interesting point that, like, everybody has something. That, yeah. they're, that they're just like, Outside we're of not quite sure. Outside yeah. of Georgia, they're, everybody's they're got questions. Heads and shoulders above with the exception. But, yeah, everybody wonders about, um, you know, a certain part of uh, something going into training camp. Usually. Well, you know, we look at it on paper and returnees and who's got, you know, which player coming back in what spot. You know, Georgia's got a lot of great players, and if we played it on paper, you could pencil them in again. But, you know, they've had some issues that have happened off the field, and to me – Sometimes that, um, you know, that can override what you have on paper, uh, so to speak. And I'll be interested to see how they respond to that. I don't think Georgia's without question 
Um, but yeah, that's the nice that's the nature of the business in college sports, particularly with the transfer portal, because you know you look at Arkansas's roster, you're going to have what 35, almost 40 new guys out there. How can there not be questions? Right. And you look at other teams, and they're in similar spots. And how can there not be questions? So, um, you know, there that's just how it's going to be. You know, as long as the portal's like it is, and as long as, frankly, Arkansas is a school that that needs to pull from the portal every year, um, we're going to be talking about similar things, I think, season after season. I know you've been on the uh, the corporate banquet circuit this summer. Um, <laughs> Have you had a chance at all to look at Western Carolina? Do you know who their head coach is? Actually, I don't. I'm embarrassed to say. I, I don't. I'm going. I'm going to make you feel incredibly old because I okay. felt old. Ker- right. Kerwin Bell. Wow. Yeah, I remember number twelve yep. for the Florida Gators. Yep. Played for Florida. Yeah. Uh, that, I'll be darned. I, I had no idea. I saw that and I was like, See, no. you've you you've started my game prep. Sure. I mean, yeah. what's I'm, what's I'm, today? What's the date? August third. Yep, yeah. I, I'm angling for Zimmerman's job. I I, I I can point at stuff. I just want to ride on a plane once. <laughs> hey, Zimmerman, uh, you'd have to fight him to get. Well, uh, you know, there, there might be. There might be I'm not saying you couldn't take him. I'm no, just no, saying no. you'd have to fight him to do hey, it. We all get bronchitis every now and then, and you know, yeah. if, if you need a stand-in, I you know, right. I know Kerwin Bell. I got you. <laughs> Uh, well, no, I didn't know he was their coach. Yeah, I, 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 we were. I don't know why we were looking through the uh, the, no, the no, roster. No, yesterday. no, no. You were looking through the. I was, I was not looking say, at was, anything. Hold on. Was this part of the big meeting you, you know, guys you know had before funny? the show? You know what's funny? When things go wrong, I say we. I, I, we were looking through the roster yesterday. And okay, fine. We were. We fine. and I noticed that Kerwin Bell was there. I don't know anybody else on their team. They're the Catamounts. That's the all I got. I, I don't know any other, bullets. Any other player on their team, but I do know Kerwin Bell is their. Uh, they're and they're thirty-four big, and a half point dogs. That's, that's all correct. on a bet. Six and five that's all last I know. year, Chuck. Six and five, but did pull okay. off two top t- uh, top fifteen upsets. Well, I mean, you better not take anybody for granted. No. Seriously, no, I, not, I not mean, now. it's it's clicheish, but I mean, you better not. I mean, you think but, those games don't matter? Well, lose one, but and you'll find out how much they matter. Every cliche is anchored in some sort of truth, though. You well, know, that's that, I mean, there, there is that is that's the way it is. Chuck, what, what was your first year doing the uh, the Razorback football games? Uh, 07, I think. Whatever nuts last year was. Okay, so it was, it was 07. So, okay, so yeah. uh, you didn't have to go out to the uh, the mausoleum out in Los Angeles. And, and, I was so I was, was there. The... I, I hosted oh, the pregame right. show yeah, there. I so I, I was there, yes. Are you happy? This is a good trip till the game started. Yeah, until, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right until about the second play of the game when Reggie Bush took off. Uh, it was going fine. Are you happy to see the Pac-12 collapse? Because I am. <laughs> you know, I said this on the podcast of all the things that have happened with realignment and everything that's happened over the last several years. The demise of the Pac-12 is what surprised me the most. I, I just uh, I can't believe that the Conference of Champions, the conference that <laughs> produced USC and UCLA, and I mean, guys, I can remember when the granddaddy of them all really was the granddaddy of them all, and. Um, it's just stunning to me what has happened to that conference and how quickly it's happened, and um, it's done. I mean, they're never going to be what they were before. They may survive in some form or fashion, but it's never going to be like it was before. It'll it'll be more like the Mountain West or the Big West. Um, it's not going to be, you know, we're we're not going to be talking about Ricky Bell and. Ross Browner and some of the great players have played over the years. We're just not going to be doing it anymore. I guess he was at Notre Dame, but OJ and that crowd. That's a two dollar I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He played in the game. He played in the game. Yeah, sorry. That's what what I get for trying to go old school right there. I I paid the price. You were thinking of Joey Brown. Joey Joey Browner. Yeah, safety and yeah. Thanks for bailing me out, Ronnie Lott. Yes. So, uh, I mean, you just don't think about that conference going away, but it's going to happen evidently. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, and the it's they could be down to three because the Big 12 wants the Arizona schools, apparently. This is the latest reporting from the college football people who are on the inside here. And then the Big 10 wants to add Oregon, Washington, Cal, and Stanford because that fits their profile. So what does Oregon State and Washington State play each other eight times? And I mean, what, what, they don't they have, they have they're going to be they in the Mountain nothing. West. Yeah. They're going to be in the Mountain West. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, wow. you, you know, we're we're 
let's just be honest. Oregon, the states of Oregon and Washington, while they produce some good, some great college football teams, regionally, that's not college football country. And the king of the mountain, there's going to be one school survive out of those states, basically. Uh, and the other one's going to starve. And it's going to be Washington and Oregon that survive, and Oregon State and Washington State are going to starve. And that's just how it is. And I'm sorry about that because I think those are, you know, those schools to me are, are very much part of the Pac-12. But it certainly looks like Washington and Oregon are going to be sought after, and Washington State and Oregon State are not going to be. Yeah. It's the, big, the Big Ten is going to take on let, – let me make sure I got this right. They're going to get USC, UCLA. Right. They're going to get Oregon and Washington, and I heard that Cal and Stanford may be part of that yeah. mix as well. Yeah, they so they're, they're literally going to absorb half of the Pac-12. Right. I've always thought um, Stanford was a good fit for the Big Ten um, academically. Cal and Stanford kind of go together like UCLA and USC. Um, but I've, I've, I've always thought Stanford would end up in the Big Ten, and that's a, that's a Big Ten fit, and – I find all that very believable. I don't know when or if it'll happen, but I find it believable. How, how geeked would you be for the Stanford-Rutgers game at 11 a.m. on the Big Ten Network? That's tough to beat right there. Hey, what about that weekend baseball series as Stanford travels across the country to play Rutgers in a three-game <laughs> set? <laughs> what would you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> what about that women's game in Rutgers at 9 o'clock on a the Wednesday rack. night? Yeah, playing the rack, uh, sure. The, uh, the, the, the Cardinal women's team or – you know, a team from somewhere, Oregon, flies in for a midweek basketball game. But I mean, this it's, feels like it's the hard big, to imagine. But it feels like the Big Ten has an opportunity here. If they absorb these four teams, that would take them to what? 18? 20. 20 that would take them to a, an even 20. 20 think, yeah. Where you could split this thing into a Big Ten East and West. And you, and instead of having to go to Piscataway, New Jersey, you'd have that 11 a.m. Game, game in Champaign, which is a whole lot better than Piscataway. Yes. Well, I think the goal of all the conferences is that from the time you turn the game on at 11 o'clock in the morning until you've just had enough, you know, whenever that is, midnight, you know, whenever, whenever you just had enough, you can watch their league's games continuously. And, you know, I think you'll see. I don't think the SEC ultimately is going to go into, a, you know, the, the mountain or the Pacific time zones, but that's why we have 830 kickoffs in central time zones now because you're going to be competing with, some of those games, Big Ten games, Big 12 games that are going to be played in the Western and uh, Pacific time zones. Best thing the Pac-12's had going for it in the last 20 years has been Pac-12 after dark. Yeah. Yep. And, um, and they you know, couldn't you, cash in. And they couldn't cash in. And yep. so um, I do think that all the leagues and the SEC's counter is going to be they're going to, they're going to kick off games at 8. They're going to continue to do it at 8 o'clock, and they'll have bigger games at that time zone. Or at that time slot, I mean. And and that's how they're going to counter this. But all of them, all of them want you to be able to watch their league from the time you get up to the time you pass out. At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials, glass, wood, plastic. Just ask. You can get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Core Jewelry! Are you feeling the heat this summer with soaring electric bills? Upgrade your AC system with Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric this August and experience the ultimate comfort in your home. This month, receive up to $500 off on attic insulation when you upgrade your AC. That's right, proper attic insulation can significantly reduce your energy bills, keeping your home cooler and more efficient. Worried about the cost? We've got you covered. With approved credit, enjoy payments as low as $99 a month. Picture this, lower energy bills can help you cover the cost of your new system. Now that's a win-win situation. So don't wait, call Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric now and save with a new AC system and insulation this August. 
Say goodbye to high electric bills and hello to ultimate comfort. Visit gopascal.com now and schedule your free estimate. With approved credit, exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Professional people, professional service. Pascal Air, Plumbing, and Electric. Well, let's talk about a cheery subject. Your Cardinals, right. they suck. They sold everything. Yeah, they did, didn't they? What happened? Well, they, as you say, I mean, you know, they're not very good. They're not any good. And so they've, um, I think they got nine pitchers, maybe, was part of the haul here. In terms of the guys that are going to be parts next year, integral parts anyway, that's going to come in the offseason if it comes, and it's going to have to. So um, I would imagine they'll make another trade or two and delve into the free agent market in the offseason. Now, to what extent, I guess we'll find out. But it would have been nice to have gotten a little bit more than they got for some of these guys. I will say this, though, and this struck me. They got middle infielder for Baltimore that they got in the Flaherty trade, Prieto, or Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how you pronounce his name. Cesar Prieto. Okay. They were saying, well, you know, he hit 364 in double-A and 317 in triple-A. And I'm thinking, hey, sounds great to me. And they're, oh, but he doesn't have much pop. You know, he he doesn't hit a lot of home runs. Most of his doubles come into the alleys. I'm like, what's wrong with that? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the guy's a 364 hitter. He sounds like a keeper to me. So uh, I guess we'll see what they do there. But, you know, you hope one or two or maybe more of these arms can turn into big leaguers and then it, you know, you end up getting an even swap, but they weren't going to get any of these guys back anyway. And um, I couldn't help but notice, you know, I checked Toronto's box score from a couple of days ago, and Cabrera's there, and he gave up three runs in an inning, and Hicks is there, and he gave up two or three oh, in an so inning. Not, so they're very consistent. Not much has changed, yeah, right. it doesn't sound well, like. Okay, so here's what I don't understand. I, was Flaherty in the last year of his deal? The yes. free agent at the end. Of, okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. So the Orioles are just yeah. making a push for it. They've got seven. He's pl- a rental player. Sure. He's a rental player. Careful. Can't, can't careful. say that here. Chuck, he we is. Don't, we don't he is. What do we say? What's the term? Anything but rental. Nope. All right. <laughs> Anything but rental. DQ, make sure right. we don't put that in the podcast. Yeah, don't put that right? in the podcast. Somebody will call. He's a, complain. He's a, he's a leased player. There you Can go. We say <laughs> that? Yeah. They, he's a leased owned. They've leased him. Yeah, he's a leased owned. They're going to turn the vehicle back after six months and decide they can't make the payments. All right, so pre, the, the, with the Orioles, the Orioles have seven players in the top 100 prospects in uh, in minor league baseball. Cardinals didn't get any of them. How? I mean, how does that even happen? I mean, the, the Orioles. Well, spend- I don't know. I'm I don't work for the Cardinals. <laughs> you're really you're really nailing him on this. He doesn't know. I just I, I was like, come on, I gotta get one. Well, now I will say this: when it comes to Baltimore, that the number seven or eight or 12 or 13th or 14th prospect in their organization. Pretty good. He's pretty good. That's different yeah. than like the 14th in Boston's organization. Hey, 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 hey. So, you know, I would I would, say that, you know, maybe those guys will turn out so, to be players. Uh-huh. I hope so. I, I uh, We got a text the other day when we were talking about this, Chuck, and um, someone's like, well, we'll be back next year. And I'm like, oh. Oh, you think this thing. is a blip? I mean, you you pointed this out. They have problems that this isn't a blip. They've really got to address some things. Well, it's you know it, it's been a ten year slide, and it's really accelerated in a real big hurry this year. Yeah, they got a lot of things to address. I mean, they've 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 got a lot of things to address. Starting pitching is the first one. Their offense is not bad. It's not terrible. They've got some prospects that they've overrated. Um, I don't really think. Respectfully, I don't know that Ollie Marmol's a World Series manager. I think he's a good baseball man, good organization guy, probably a you know a, a competent big league manager, but I can't see him winning a World Series. Uh, he's not Tony Larusa. He's not Whitey Herzog, and I realize the game's changed, but I also think you need to have that figure at the top that um, you know wields some stroke, and I'm just not sure he does, but. I suspect he's going to be back, and I suspect all of them will be back. And um, but no, I don't. I don't think there's going to be a quick fix. They've taken advantage of a weak division, and it's made them think they were better than they were this year. They've had to play everybody, and they've been exposed. Um, and, but the fact that they play in a weaker division will 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 help them contend more quickly. So on a on a happier note, let's talk about the Mets. <laughs> Yeah, they're bad, too. <laughs> the Mets.
no hit and lost Verlander in the same day. That's pretty bad. That sucks. Yeah. Well, they lost on the balk. They, uh, lo- they lost on the balk. Uh, 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 is that right? No, yeah, no, 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 the got, Royals beat them. The, well, they got no hit by the Astros, then lost and then lost Verlander within like twelve hours of each other. That's right. Yeah. It just, I mean, I know as a Cardinals fan, watching the Mets suffer is going to make you feel a little bit better. Well, I mean, misery loves company. They have certainly <laughs> underachieved. And, I mean, you know, you think about how much promise they had at the start of the year. I mean, they had Scherzer and Verlander. Oh, yeah, $330 million. Scherzer and Verlander. The minute Edwin Diaz got hurt before he ever got to, to uh, uh, spring uh, uh, camp. Well, he got hurt at the World Baseball yeah. Classic. The, right? the, before he ever got there, you knew that they, that they were in trouble. Well, Scherzer and Verlander are getting old, guys. Yeah, they are. I, I mean, they just are. And it's um, that's just a reality. And neither one of them this year were what they've been. Now, I suspect that they'll both go to their new spots and they'll be revitalized. These are guys that are, in my opinion, built for roles like the ones they're in right now. They're leased players. Um, it's down the stretch. The games are meaningful. They've been there before. A lot of other guys haven't. Um, they're able to take advantage of that, and it's their time to shine. But I'm not sure anymore that a guy like Scherzer or even Verlander, I'm not sure you can say, all right, from the 1st of April until whenever we wrap it up in October, he's going to pitch every fourth or fifth day. You just can't bank on that. And you have to hope that you're healthy enough with him down the stretch and still in contention to make it matter. And the Mets weren't. Uh, That's why they unloaded them. You're listening to the Ruskin and Zach podcast brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com. Join the local conversation on the McClarty Daniel Hotline, 866-285-4005. McClarty Daniel, a vehicle for every lifestyle. Welcome to McClarty Daniel Country. With six giant locations and over 3,000 vehicles, Northwest Arkansas is McClarty Daniel Country. Stop by one of our showrooms today to shop our full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. McClarty Daniel is proud to be your premier automotive destination. Need service? We work on all makes and models six days a week. Plus, our full-service collision center can repair anything from a minor ding to a major collision. Have you visited McClarty Daniel Country? Visit us online at McClartyDaniel.com. Fantasy football season is here, and Buffalo Wild Wings is your headquarters for your draft party. Buffalo Wild Wings has draft kits that include a draft board and player stickers. You won't go hungry with this 9-in fantasy bundle for your draft party. Get 50 traditional wings, 50 boneless wings, two trays of party wedges, party-sized chips and salsa, and a party queso dip, all for only $150. Plan your fantasy football draft party and get more details at your Buffalo Wild Wings in Fort Smith, Bryant, Little Rock, Sherwood, Conway, and Jonesboro. Buffalo Wild Wings. Beer. Wings. Football. Run that by me again. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll say hi to everyone. Whatever. I don't care. This is more important. I was telling Zach during the break that coming soon to the AMP, Boy George and Culture Club, Howard Jones and Berlin. Are all you in one night. Me? Yeah. August 14th at the Walmart. Like, AMP. take my breath away, yeah, Berlin? That's right. Berlin. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you got something to do now. I do. I will not be here on the 14th. That's right. Uh, go see Culture Club. Yeah, I didn't realize. Boy You'll George, tumble for him. I didn't realize Boy George was still alive, but yes. Sweet. You know what? I didn't either. Yeah, I, 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 didn't, I, I, did, I didn't know. Sting, October 12th. Yeah, whatever. Sting. I know. The Sting. All right. He's very excited about that. I knew you would be. I've been meaning to tell so, you this for a week, and I forgot about so it. So Tommy's like, hey, we got Luke Bryan tickets, too. No. 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 Does he have Lana Del Rey tickets? Best no. Those <laughs> things sold out in 15 minutes. Best but, teeth in country music, Luke Bryan. Oh, they they double he, up as a fence. If he had Lana <laughs> Del Rey tickets. Uh, yeah. We also, have Western Car- way. <laughs> we also have Western Carolina tickets. Really? Yeah, we do. Not, not those. I don't care about that. <laughs> Seriously? I I I I will be front and center for that. Shaking my uh, money maker. I'll <laughs> be shaking what Mama gave me. Yeah, I, I've been known to do that. What? I like Culture Club. It's all right. Whatever. I don't know anybody on the Luke Bryan bill, except Luke Bryan. I don't uh-huh. know Who anybody. Else? Chase Beckham. Nope. Ashley Cook. Nope. 
Jackson Dean? Nope. DJ Rock. I don't know. Wait a minute, like DJ Easy Rock? No, No, I don't think. Like Rob Bass? I don't think so. (laughs) Oh, come on. Oh, that's him? That's Rob Bass. Hey, a controversy. DQ Jason Aldean's coming in September. Ooh. Very lucrative. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'll play well. That'll sell out like that, Landon no, already did. That'll be sold out in eight minutes. It will. Yeah, it's not already. Mm-hmm. All right, Joe and Evoke is with us here. Hi, Joe. Good afternoon. Hey, guys. Uh, I want to get me one of them boy George hats. You want to go see Culture Club hats. with me, Joe? Yeah, I, I bet that. You ought to give away tickets. I bet that'd be real popular around here. I, I'm I'm going. Will Young Gravy be but, there? No, Young Gravy okay. will not be there that night. <laughs> All no. right, good. I don't have his tour schedule. Sorry, Joe. What, what can we do for you? <laughs> uh, I'd just like to say I'm sorry to hear about Charles Ballantyne. Mm. I watched the game on TV, and I'll never forget the newspaper headline the next day, Happy Valentine's Day. Mm. That was classic. I don't remember who wrote it, but it was great. Anyway, talking about getting in trouble, uh, when I was three, I got up early one time. My mom caught me on the back porch. I had me a Coors and a Cool going. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Hold on. Say that again. (laughs) A a Coors and a Cool. (laughs) My mom smoked Cools. How old were you? Three. I've been. This is when you had to use a can opener, you know. I, so I got. I've been watching them, you know. Kids watch what you do. I was. Yeah. I'd seen them on the porch, so that's what I was doing, having me a cigarette and a beer. For for the kids out there, cool is K O O L. That's a. And anyway, uh, one time we really got in trouble at my my grandma's house. My uncle, they had two separate houses, a little ranch out there. My cousins and I, we uh, got this crossbar off the swing. It was about four foot long, made out of metal. And we uh, sealed off one end of it, and we filled it full of match heads. Oh. Then we kind of crimped the end, and we took it out there in the field. It was about a 10-acre pasture, and there was a tree line behind there. And behind the tree line was a interstate they just put in back in the 60s and they were you know they all the interstates they're brand new or putting them in working on them so we put it out there in the field and i lit it we hit got over we didn't know what was going to happen we went it's over there and got bomb, behind the Joe. trees they're <laughs> they about 50 foot high the trees were and we got behind them and that thing it lit up and it it rose up like a phoenix. It was like a phoenix rising up there, just billowing, billowing smoke, and it was whistling, making this hissing yeah. this noise of the night. And it went straight up. Then it turned and went over the trees, and right over the interstate. And you could hear the cars breaking. You know, <laughs> luckily there was no wrecks. And it crashed over in the field on the other side over there. And my aunt was outside doing laundry or something. And she, oh, she'd seen it. And she was coming across that field. She was a blonde-haired lady. And her face was red as a beet. She got an old tamarack stick, old green stick, a switch. And, man, she let us have it. So to recap, just just to recap, at the age of three, you were you were smoking a cool and had a course, and then built a pipe bomb. Well, we we were trying. We don't weren't sure what it was going to do. Do you feel that your aunt was justified? Oh yeah. Okay. All right. I thought okay. about all right. running, but we were kind of it kind of scared us, you know, because we didn't know. We didn't expect it to go fly over the interstate. We're just lucky it didn't, you know, cause. Could have been a lot worse. Let's just put it like that. We deserved this ass for a butt whipping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I think so. <laughs> but anyway, I'm I'm sorry about Charles Valentine and uh, good wishes to his family and 
and I know Dudley liked him. He, they were good friends. I've yes, met Dudley. Yes, I never met Charles, but anyway, good luck. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Joe. Joe and Avoco. Is Joe a first ballot Ruskin and Zach Hall of Famer? You know, uh, we 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 did this. Uh, we, we we ran this back last week when mm-hmm. we were going to do the ESPN Arkansas Hall of Fame. Yep. Where we put in a client, a every year we put in a client, a host, and a caller. Mm-hmm. Well, Joe's getting in. Joe's yeah, a caller. Call. I, mean, I don't know if he's well, the very first now, hang class. On, hang on, hang on, hang on. He calls here exclusively. Right. So Joe's probably going to have to wait. He, oh, veteran, like, veterans committee. Veterans committee. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifteen years right. later, he'll uh, he'll he'll be voted in. Yeah, it'll be it it'll be an Eddie Sutton situation. Right. You know that's how it's going to work. Uh, yeah. So uh, I I don't I don't know about all that, but yeah, that was my idea. <laughs> we have a big lunch and we have an ESPN Arkansas Hall mm-hmm. of Fame. I mean, the he's first. Been, he's first ballot. Station first started like twenty years ago, so I mean we've got you know some some history here that we can draw upon. So yeah. Huh. You put in a you put in a client, you keep them happy, and then you put in a host, and then you put in uh you, you put in a caller. A cool and a course. A cool and a course. <laughs> Three. I just I instantly like when you say a cool, like my mind, like I know that it's, logo. It's, like I've seen it in the drugstore a billion it's the times. White box with the mint green logo and, and the, the O's white, like yeah. interlocked. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. White letters. K O O L. You don't know th- those cigarettes were long and thin. Think one hundreds, like, right? Yeah, think of like a uh, a straw, it, like a we, uh, like a straw from we, McDonald's. That, we had a name for like. those, but you can't say that no, anymore. Don't, but you, don't. we had a name for those back right. in the day. But yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of smoking today. Uh, Joe's got a cool. You've right. got a you've got a Monte Cristo or something Listen, at home. I, I, mean, <laughs> I have a humidor. I I took one. My God, it was not that big a deal. I'm I just a, went outside and I was alone. I didn't. I you know. I'm gonna get some Swisher sweets on the way home. That's what I, I want to do. Uh, <laughs> no, I I did bottle or open a $175 bottle of something. Cognac? Hey, no, 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 no. Oh, Cognac. Good. Cognac's gross. Oh, I, I can't man. do that. I can't do that. No. But it was 100 scotch. Yeah. Oh man. DQ. DQ. You missed this. You were <laughs> I, you were screening a phone call. He also opened a $175 bottle of scotch last I did. night. I did. With his cigar. Zach. What? <laughs> what? It was a gift. It was a gift. Were you using your little crystal glass too? I to have some. Out of? I have some amazing tumblers. Sitting in your red velvet robe. No, I walked outside. I sat in my my chairs that are out back. I just I have I have really cool little tumblers, and I opened a bottle. Wow! And I I mm. did. I you live differently idle than rich. Us. Oh, stop it! <laughs> 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 oh well. All right. Let's uh, let's go uh, check in with uh, Big Mike in Waldron. Hey, yes, Big, Big Mike. Mike. Hey, y'all act like y'all didn't make bombs when you was kids, did you not? No, well, just that no. one time. But uh, I still no. can't talk. Learned about his that. lesson. <laughs> I mean, you know, you'd uh, if somebody have a black powder gun. Well, hell, they got a whole bottle of black powder. You fill up a pill bottle of that. Of course, we didn't have no uh, fuse. Well, we got hay string. Well, it won't burn very fast, so we wait forever. Well, we'll soak it in gasoline. What? Yeah, I know. Well, it's too damn wet. We'll never get out of the way before it goes off, so we had to let it dry some. Then, hey, let's throw it under the culvert under the highway so it won't blow something up. I mean, that, you wouldn't think a pill bottle would make that big a boom. It shook the ground. Wow. <laughs> wow. Mike's our science and, correspondent, yeah. by the way. Well, that is science. That's it chemistry, science. I mean, for sure. I was doing, we were doing science, yes. Well, I, I, I didn't finish the one the other day about the guys trying to decide how powerful the force of gravity is. Mm-hmm. And it's not very powerful, but I mean. But how they do that, or how the first guy did it, he had built this contraption, had one big lead ball and a smaller lead ball hanging beside it. And he tried to tell, you know, I don't know how them guys did it, you know, how much the little one got pulled toward the big one and vice versa. And that's how he decided how, how big, and he was back in the 40s or 50s he did that. And they're still trying to do it today. And now they're, they're really aggravated because they're using the same, they decided we're going to use the same exact contraption in both places, over in France, and then they brought it over here, and the force of gravity is not the same in both places. Wow. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. 
that mean and it really irritates the hell out of them because uh they planned on using that in some other formula if they could figure it out but now it doesn't work because even though it's a tiny thing it's a big deal to them God, that was boring. I ain't slept in what's, 20 uh, what, what's 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 news in uh, science today? I don't know. Okay, thanks. I ain't slept that's our that's our science hours. correspondent right there. I ain't slept in twenty something hours. Damn it! Why not? Why not? Yeah, what's going on? I don't know. I get the uh, three or four times a year. I get the insomnia. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, it's going around. Yeah, I, usually like uh when summer starts or spring starts, I think it's when spring starts, and usually when winter starts. But there's two other times I get it as well. All right, I'll talk to you all right. later. This all has right. been boring enough. All right, thank you, Big Mike. Uh, uh, Big Mike, get some sleep, man. On me for a second. Get some rest. All really? Right? Man. Well, you haven't slept in 20 hours. Why? Or whatever it is. Get this man a, you know, what was it, a NyQuil? Get him something. What is it? Uh, I, uh, I, melatonin puts me pretty much to sleep. What is that? Uh, what they used to have this stuff like Somonex or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah. That was in the eighties. That's probably illegal now, they, right? Yeah, they, no, they don't, they don't make Somonex anymore. <laughs> that's not legal anymore. No, 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 no. That's, that's nope, 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 nope. <laughs> <laughs> they started turning it into black tar heroin and then they, they can't do ah, it anymore. Dang it. We, that was an opportunity. What? We, Mike is our science and math correspondent. We could have asked him what two thirds of 16 is. Yeah, that, that's that's right. a missed, well, opportunity. missed opportunity. Mike, if you wouldn't mind. Could uh, he have computated it? Could given his Mike, uh, if you wouldn't mind texting state. in what two-thirds of 16 is, that that was uh, that locked us up in the first hour. It really did, yeah. We're, still, we're trying to vote people out of the SEC that we don't want anymore so we can bring in attractive teams. So right. that's, what, uh, what's your homemade? Okay, so we've had uh, Joe making a pipe bomb, right. Mike making a pill bottle bomb, and yep. uh, drinking a Coors, smoking a cool... And what else did yeah. d- what else did I miss? Yeah, Detective Curtis would like a word with us. <laughs> yeah, he, he liked the tapes of today's show, if you don't mind. <laughs> All right. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.